0: Shannon
1: and I'm Rami and this is a workplace side hug side hugs are short sweet and to the point mini episodes where we give you quick advice or workplace hacks to get you what you need hopefully right when you need it no matter what kind of hug we're giving you the goal is always the same help us all build our workplace toolkit with a whole lot of empathy without a whole new degree this week I'm very excited we are talking about building trust in the workplace so this was an Instagram question that we've got this is something I think that a lot of companies struggle with. And even if you don't think about it as a full company, but even in terms of like your group, your team, your, your little pod of people, uh-huh. I think having that trust is what everybody wants. When we talk about design thinking, and we'll do an episode about design thinking, we'll break it all down. But when we talk about design thinking, the biggest piece is having trust. And if you don't have trust, you will not get to innovation. Innovation comes from uh, a lot of failures that people are willing to embrace and then moving past those quickly. And that's, what's going to get you to, to innovation and really getting to that next level. And so having trust in the workplace is so key for that. It's so key for people to trust each other. It's so key for people to be willing to be vulnerable. It's so important for, for successful business, right? When I think of, no trust in the workplace. It's people making mistakes Mm -hmm. and then covering them up and hiding them and not willing to share them. That is, that is the, the opposite of having trust in the workplace. And so this whole episode is really our tips for building that trust in the workplace.
0: Yes. Okay. So Rami, kick us off. What is your first tip here?
1: My first tip is being vulnerable with mistakes. So, I think the thing that always happens is people want to be seen as being amazing and perfect and making no mistakes. And I think the key to building trust is to be vulnerable with those mistakes and be willing to share those in the right spaces and the right times so that people are willing to share theirs with you. Because I think the big thing here is trust comes from believing each other and being willing to share with each other. and that means both sharing the highs and sharing the lows. And so being vulnerable with your own mistakes I think is is the first step. The example that I'll give here and, and what I'll say is it's really 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 important for leaders. Yes and I think leaders are the ones who are the least willing to share mistakes. Because they want people to see them as being perfect, as being uh, an aspirational person. Totally, a aspirational person that makes no mistakes is not aspirational. It is it is a robot that you cannot achieve and you cannot be.
0: It's inhumane. It's inhumane. Like in it a lot inhumane. of like, literally, you're not being human by thinking you're getting mistakes, and also you're giving people an, an inhumane expectation.
1: Yes. And so one of the my favorite examples of this is in the early days of Google, and even as they grew and grew, they always on their campuses always had a slack line. So a slack line is like, I guess, just a rope between two sticks oh. that people like to walk on. Because oh, it takes yeah, a lot of yeah, balance. Yeah.
0: I see those in the park sometimes. Yes.
1: So I've never attempted this. I should attempt it to be more vulnerable um (laughs) but the the leadership team of of google would go and get on those slack lines and fall Mm. because i think it's impossible to not fall like you may do it once really well but at some point you're going to fall because it's a very difficult thing to do yeah and it was important for them to show their employees that they were real that they were human beings and that they had fault yeah and maybe it wasn't on the business side maybe it was on the slack line or whatever it is. But it was their way of showing people like, I'm not perfect.
0: Totally. Right, And if
1: I'm not perfect, you cannot be perfect, and be willing to share that with each other.
0: I love that. I love that. Uh, I think vulnerability is a hugely underrated leadership trait. Okay, my first tip here is to make sure that you're slowing down for, for personal get to know you time with people this is meant to be both in the beginning of you onboarding to a new job, but then also throughout, like, if you're struggling in a relationship with someone, to me, it's uh, uh, the first thing that I would look to is, did I skip that step? Did I skip the step of trying to like see this person as a human being? And do I need to go back in that sense and slow my role a little bit to make sure that we've got that sense of each other and what the other person is about and what they care about, both in and maybe a little bit outside of the workplace. So asking things in the beginning, or even going back, if you need to of like how this person likes to work and communicate, uh, how this person wants to give and receive feedback with each other. And knowing that you can revisit that at any time, you don't have to like, oh, shoot, I missed that. And now it's too late to ask like, no, don't fall into that lie. Take the time, go back to that step and reset the foundation for a firm trusting relationship.
1: And I think the big thing here is you have to do it from a you have to come from a good place in doing this. You can't do it transactionally. You can't just say like, oh, um, tell me about your family and not show any interest. Like, tell me about what you do for fun outside of work. Yeah. Like, I think to make this real personal get to know you time. You have to be willing to like sit down, turn off, unplug, move away and connect with that person and really listen to them to to actually get something out of this. And I think this is this is such an important piece. And I love this piece of advice, Shannon, but you have to do it right. You have to actually care about that person. Otherwise, they're going to see right through it and they're going to say, well, now I don't trust them even more because they're just trying to get me to open up to them.
0: Yeah, They're trying
1: to force me to be vulnerable to them and they're not willing to be vulnerable back to me or they don't care or they're just like prodding to prod. I had a boss once that would anytime they got a chance, they would try and get you to open up about something that was going to make you be really vulnerable to them so that they could take advantage of you. Yeah, And I think that that forces you to trust them way less. And put up an even bigger barrier between the two of you.
0: Well, and then maybe there the the twist on this is how do you go first in that sense? Mm -hmm. So it's not like uh, I'm just trying to get the dirt on you and use it against you. But it's like uh, you're offering some dirt. Going back to your first tip of not just being vulnerable with mistakes, maybe being vulnerable, period. Mm -hmm. So, Rami, what's your next tip here?
1: So... My next tip is really at the points that when people are being vulnerable, don't make light of that, Mm -hmm. right? I think when people make a mistake or, or come with some issue that they're having, when they're, they're looking to build the trust, they're working on expanding the trust, or even they want to like sit down and have lunch with you. I think invest in that and and focus on that and and give people the space and the ability to have that conversation in the right way because trust is always going to be a 50 50 thing right it's going to be you trusting me enough and me trusting you enough right it's those trust exercises of like being willing to fall and close your eyes and all that other stuff like you 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 have to step up with your vulnerability and they have to and you have to be willing to accept their vulnerability when it comes. And I think what I've experienced and what I've seen is when people are trying to be vulnerable, if other people aren't supporting that and, and helping and being open to that, I think that's where people just shut down and aren't willing to do it again.
0: Yeah. And maybe that's a good segue into my final tip here, which is about like, what are the ingredients of trust? This is almost like a four in one a little bit. So yeah, like if we're struggling to get to that vulnerable place, then what? I'll really encourage clients to go back and look at four things. The first is respect. So have you communicated to this person that you respect them? Or is there some element of respect that needs to be restored? The Mm -hmm. second one is belief. Like, do you actually believe in the other person? Are you communicating that you believe in them and their ability to get work done? The third element is consistency. Are you being consistent in your asks of them? Or consistent in the ways of just like energetically how you approach them? Because I think a really inconsistent leader or peer can make for an insecure relationship if they don't know how you're going to show up that day. And then the last one is care, which I think we, we already touched on a little bit of like making that time to get to know the person. Are you demonstrating to the person that you actually care about them? So respect, belief, consistency, care, go back to those four words, do an honest check in with yourself on which one you might need to double down on to begin to shore up the foundation of trust in the relationship.
1: Yeah. And I think what's so interesting here is we're talking about trust in the workplace. So it goes back to, is it your, is it a direct report of mine? Mm -hmm. Is it a leader of mine? Mm -hmm. Like, who do I want to build that trust with? Mm -hmm. How do I go about building that trust? If it's a team, then you got to think about this on a team level, right? Like to the, to the four words that Shannon just said, respect, believe, consistency, and care. If, if you're not seeing that within the team space, those are the things you need to focus on. And especially if it's a team that you're leading, it's how do you get your team to connect and really start to have that trust and start to have that that willingness to be vulnerable. And I think people misconstrue the word vulnerable with the idea that people are just like sharing their deepest, darkest secrets. And I, I don't think that's the case. I think being vulnerable is willing to show that like you are not perfect that you are a human being and that doesn't mean that you have to like talk about past traumas or, or any yes, of those things, yes. right? It's, it's not like I need to, we're going to have therapy. Yes. That is not you <laughs> being vulnerable. It is, it is you being vulnerable, but it, it's not, it's not the level of vulnerability that's necessary. I think the level of vulnerability that's necessary is saying, Hey, I made a mistake. Everybody look, I made this mistake and, um, this is why it happened. This is what I'm gonna learn from it. We're going to move past it. But, I made that mistake. I'm a human being. And, and if I'm willing to admit that, I'm hopeful that you're willing to admit when you make mistake and that we can take these little mistakes, learn from them, correct them and move quickly past them rather than hide them. And then in six months, uncover them. And now they've festered.
0: Yeah. And I think if the word vulnerability is like throwing some people out there, they're like, whoa, 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 that's just not a thing that we do in my workplace. Sub in the word, like learning or learner or like a learner culture. Like, Uh do you are you creating space where folks can learn and where you are also demonstrating how you are learning? Because with learning inherently comes mistakes. (laughs) So keep that in mind. Okay, so to sum this up for you guys a little bit here, here's the four things we just hit on of how you might build trust in the workplace. First, be vulnerable with mistakes, particularly if you're a leader. And again, if that word turns you off, be vulnerable about what you're learning, particularly as a leader. Uh, Second, slow down for personal get-to-know-you time. And professional get-to-know-you time. Do not rush past this. Do not feel like you can't go back to that if you need to. Third, Don't make light of other people being vulnerable or being in a learner mindset where things are getting screwed up and having to come back together again. Fourth, keeping in mind those four building blocks of trust, respect, belief, consistency, care. How can you go back to those building blocks and focus on maybe just one to help build that relationship? And uh, again, being mindful of creating a, a learning culture at all times. So I
1: love it. I love it. And so with that, um, we'd love to know from you guys, how do you guys build trust in the workplace? So connect with us on Instagram at Workplace Hugs and let us know, like, what are the things that you found? What are those trust exercises? What are those uh, crucial conversations that you're having that are allowing you to have good trust in the workplace? And with that, I've been Rami.
0: And I've been Shannon. And this was a Workplace Side Hug.